everybody to another episode of Final Checkpoint Podcast. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. We are here every week talking about video games and video game news. You can send your questions, comments, and concerns to finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me at the Joelness, hashtag Final Checkpoint. Ben, what is our topic this week? This week we're going to mainly talk about some of the games we've been playing because we got what a lot of people have been waiting, I don't know, 20 years for, which is a sweet, sweet taste of that Final Fantasy VII remake. That's the tasting. Our dreams came true. Since Final Fantasy VII came out, we've been wanting a remake. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Apparently. Because it wasn't very good when it came out. Apparently it was already ugly when it came out. To me it it was. It seems like people have been wanting a remake for like ever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, It was kind of like a surprise. I I remember seeing the email this week that there was a remake demo and i was like what so i like instantly started downloading it yeah we all knew it was going to it was like it was leaked back in january i feel like maybe even end of december that there was a demo that was gonna happen yeah, i feel like the shadow dropped well yeah but it was leaked that it was going to happen yeah yeah i just didn't know what day though i guess maybe i didn't pay attention no, no, they didn't reveal, they didn't say, hey, it's going to come out X day. It just kind of happened. Yeah. The day of that it, that it did. Kind but of a cool, all right. weird way to do it. Yeah. Do, yeah. do we want to start with Final Fantasy VII? I say let's get the other games out of the way. Right, let's be right. honest. Final Fantasy VII is going to be the main topic. So I say we start with the other games that we played. Um, uh, ben, looks like you've got, well, I don't have much to say, so... I can kind of get through mine real quick, and then okay. we can kind of we'll get to yours. So, um, I started Shadow of the Colossus. Now, I've never actually beaten Shadow of the Colossus. I've always taken down the first um, Colossus or Colossi or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The the sad one that you just kind of attack. The sad one. Pillage, I think a lot the of mini- them are kind of sad. The Minotaur. They're like the guy that's just roaming, and uh, yeah, all of them. So I I beat him like not too long ago, like today actually. And because I'm playing the the remake, Blue Points remake mm-hmm. of the original, and I, I remember playing the one that came out on PS Plus back on the PS3, which was probably the second time I ever played this game, <laughs> and getting to the same point where I beat the first Colossus and then stopped playing, and then <laughs> the original on PS2, which same thing, I beat the first one, and then that one I think I just had a lot of trouble with the controls. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. kind of same deal. Um, but this time I told myself, you know what? I'm going to get a little bit further. So maybe I'll get to the second Colossus and oh uh, then stop there. At so least we'll kill four of them. <laughs> maybe. Um, we'll see how things go. And then um, well, Neo. Actually, to, to go back to that, I, I beat that game on the PS2. And then I bought it on the PS3. And I was like, oh, because it was the Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, and I was excited to to play Shadow of the Colossus again. But I thought, oh, I'm gonna play Eco first because I've never played that. Don't really like Eco that much. And didn't beat it. Just kind of quit and then never played Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, nice. And I did what you did. Um, for this PF, PS4 version, I bought it, played the first boss. I think maybe got to the second one and then I stopped. So yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think Eco ever interested me. And then uh, Last Guardian, kind of same thing. I, I beat don't think that. I ever played that. I beat that. Oh, nice. Okay. It's it's good. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus is the one that always interested me, and I just don't know why I never, like, played it. I don't know. It's unusual. It's not one of those games that kind of propels you forward. Yeah, I guess I just never really sat down and really, like, committed to it. But yeah. this time, I, I hope to. Um, Good. And then I sat down and played Neo, because as we talked about last week, um, you know, I was kind of in the mood for that type of game. And then... <laughs> Oh my gosh. So during the week, I don't have like a lot of time to play. Right. So I maybe get like hour and a half, two hours to play at night. And I started getting really frustrated with this game because I got to the, the boss on the boat. Yeah. And with these types of games, you know, you get, you get through the little area, you get to the boss, he kills you, you go back right to the, the little shrine. And all week long, <laughs> that was kind of my routine. It was like getting in, doing the little area right there to get a feel for the game, like kind of my warm up, and then go back to the boss, get destroyed, get a little bit further each time. Like I break his chains or whatever, and, and then he gets to a certain point and then kills me like one hit or whatever. And I got to a point where that game where I was like, you know what? Like this game doesn't make me happy in any way. <laughs> like I like some of the combat, but I realize right now with Bloodborne, like Bloodborne made me happy. Parts of Sekiro made me happy. I'm like, this game does not bring any joy to me at all. All it's doing is it's taking the little time I have throughout, throughout the week to play a game and just erasing it. <laughs> so that, I... Oh, my gosh. That I just I couldn't do it. Is uh notorious for making people mad. Um, there's a lot... That, that boss is... Like you just have to watch and know his moves, and I feel like I've fought him a good twenty, thirty times, and like beaten him twenty, thirty times. I mean, like that's how many times you have to fight him. Um, he was in the alpha, he was in the beta, he was in the last yeah. chance demo. He's in the game as like a normal enemy towards the end. Ugh. Not a normal enemy, but like a mid boss. Like a mid boss, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like like I started kind of getting the hang of some of his like you know how to dodge and where to dodge. Yeah. But like. The thing I don't like about that game, it throws so much gear at you. And so I'm sitting there messing with noticing, like, okay, so I'm I'm wearing way too much gear. Like, the weight of it is causing my stamina to go mm, down way mm. too quick. So I started to mess around with that. And then I'm like, but then I get hit and I die too quick. So I don't have enough defense. So then I started to mess around with that. And then I started to mess around with the weapons. And I'm like, okay, well, my familiarity is down, so I'm not doing as much damage. Or, like, just... There's a lot, <laughs> like, there's no. Just, there's just too much all at once. And... Like, I like the rest of the game enough to where I'm, like, getting through. I'm loving the combat. I like, you know, regaining the the key or whatever. And, like, I like parts of that. But then you get to this boss, and he's just like, hey, all that little time you have dur- during the week, it's going <laughs> nowhere. I'm sorry. You're not you're not doing anything with it. That boss, you know how he throws the chain balls or whatever the hell they are? Yeah. He throws them at you? In the alpha, I believe they were even harder to dodge. Like, they'd lock onto you. Oh, Jesus. after your roll so if you rolled too early you'd be out of the roll and then it'd still hit you it was it was obscene like they've nerfed him significantly and he's still egregious oh, man. I, that's like a hump to get over and then the game kind of smooths out i feel like but yeah i mean that's the thing is like i like i like parts of the game but i just wasn't having any fun and so at a certain point i was like you know i'm just gonna play something else that i like so I moved on. 
I moved on. That's when I decided to like download Shadow of the Colossus. Makes um, sense. And then, and then I just uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. And then uh, I played uh, more No Man's Sky. I'm getting super into that. Just uh, I didn't really do much more. I did a lot of space combat though. The space hmm. combat is actually really cool. Um, I saved a freighter and landed on a freighter, and the the guy offered me offered to like sell me his ship, and I was like, wow, I don't have six million dollars, so I can't buy it. I only have like three million, so I jumped off the ship and then like flew around. And like that game is really cool. Like the way the storyline is kind of building you up is like I'm doing the Beyond storyline, so like the from the Beyond update. And so I'm crafting and crafting and getting upgrades for like my my all my ships and guns and all that stuff. But I'm at at the same time I'm like warping and warping like farther out to in out of the galaxy to try to get to the Beyond station or whatever. Um, and it's pretty cool because I'm just like learning more and more about how this game works and operates. And I'm, it, it's they've definitely done so much to the game, to to where you can really do whatever you want. You can follow the storyline, or you can just kind of hang out in the galaxy that you're in, and do side quests. Which I've done a lot of side quests where you're like hunting creatures, delivering packages, um, hmm. crafting certain items. Like there's a lot you can do, and it's it's pretty cool. You can actually take bounties and like hunt down ships, um, so they're they've really done a lot to make that game just more fun. Like just a lot of options. So I'm I'm gonna I still didn't play any VR just because I moved that I moved my PlayStation around to kind of like play um, in my streaming space or like to play to my bedroom while I was like laying down and playing this weekend. So, but I do plan on doing more VR eventually with that game because it was pretty enjoyable. Um, but oh. those were all the other games I played. And then, um, yeah, that, just very little of everything. But um, go ahead and let's uh, cover your games, and then we'll get to the Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to touch on Judgment real quick because I mentioned it last Woo. week. And that's why I delayed the show. <laughs> Ten minutes was to finish watching the ending. Um, I watched the entire rest of the game. Uh, obviously, I skipped like the combat and the side quests and stuff. Maybe this is how I should consume Neo. No, <laughs> no, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> you should go watch the stream I did where I didn't level up and beat the first two levels. That's what you should do with Neo. <laughs> there we go. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm like, this game isn't that hard. I don't know. Like, I have something to prove. Doesn't fucking matter. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I'm like, I don't want to play Judgment though. I'll watch it. And I watched the rest of the game, and the story is excellent. There are so many earned payoff moments in it, twists, reveals. It, it's it's excellent. It is such a good video game story, which, I don't know, feels kind of like an insult, I, I suppose. But I I sat there and I watched it on YouTube, just all the, the cutscenes. Because it's that good, and they build up all these different characters, and you get to know all of them. It's a little convoluted, because there's a lot of Yakuza clans, and, and this group, and that group, in addition to them. But they all have their own different motivations, and kind of how these trials... There's only two trials, or three... There's a couple trials in the game, but there's like one main crux, like the last two-thirds of the game is about. Uh, it, it's just so interesting to see 
how it pulls itself together and it was very very satisfying i thoroughly enjoyed that game i just wish i liked the game part of it <laughs> so maybe i didn't like the game i just liked the story <laughs> but it, it was it was awesome if the yakuza games again or anything like that wow they're really yeah. good um, and I, I mean i hear really good things about yeah. them i wish i liked them too exactly i hear hear great things uh, and the other the other game I played and I beat actually earlier today was Luigi's Mansion 3, which nice. I got from Gamefly. Woo! Hey, yay, Gamefly. Thank Still you. kicking. Still <laughs> kicking. I'm, I'm like their last person, and I love it. So I never played the second Luigi's Mansion, but I played the first one on GameCube. And this, so I, I don't know exactly kind of the... the stepping stones between the second and the third one and i i want to say i really like this game and i do but at the same time parts of this game are infuriating and so you have you're like you're luigi and you have your vacuum and you're sucking up ghosts and you're sucking up everything like all the environment has a bunch of different objects and things that you can suck up and they like coins fly everywhere and you're collecting money for no reason uh that's really cool, and the environments are super detailed and filled with objects in a way that it feels lived in, and it feels packed with things to kind of have fun with the physics of sucking with a vacuum. But So you have the vacuum, which can suck, it can blow, and you have a flashlight, and you have a dark light. And the problem I ran into was a number of different puzzle or just certain times not that many times but enough times to where i was thoroughly annoyed by it where i i reached something i'm like i don't know what you want me to do like what what do i do and i only have four different things i can do and i'm trying to like do i blow on it do i shine the light on it do i this with it i I, doesn't seem oh and i can also shoot a uh a plunger and then like if it gets stuck to it i can plunge it so you can kind of lift things or throw things yeah uh, or open doors certain doors and sometimes it was like i don't know what you want me to do i just straight up have no clue it doesn't do like hints or anything like that there's a hint thing in the options menu which i had turned off but then i turned it back on still didn't really do much um because it would do these things where uh there's this one boss where he has a shield and you can't flash him with the light because he puts the shield up. And you use the light to, like, stun them, and then you can vacuum them up. So I need to do that to, to fight him. But he put okay. the shield up. And, the, and then he would do this um, kind of charge attack with his sword. And my first instinct when a ghost demon is charging at me with a sword is to run away. But what I should have done is hit him with the flashlight because then he can't put his shield up. But that's not really obvious to me. Like, it wasn't clear. I don't know. There's For as clear as everything else is, there are very key moments within this game where I had no idea. And it only happened, like, three or four times. But no clue. And only one time that I, like, go to the internet, like, tell me how to get out of this puzzle. And Help it's, me. <laughs> it's such a stupid puzzle. It's like the very middle of this game is terrible. I just okay. This this awful boss fight. That's the sword guy. I did not enjoy. Then it's with this area that's very creative and very original, and I do not want to spoil. But the solution that kicks off the puzzle, or not even. I guess that's not the solution. Like how you start the puzzle 
is something you've literally never done before until that area and it was not made clear I needed to do that and it involved an item that was just lying on the floor it wasn't like hey in the middle of the room is a glowing thing you better go get that it was just a literal bucket on the side of the room that I needed to move into another room and then throw that bucket down a well but how would I have known to do any of that and it yeah. was it was at that point that I turned the hints on after I, that happened, but still the hints didn't really. And then the stupid asshole cat, fuck this cat! <laughs> oh my god! It, it, so you're collecting elevator buttons to kind of unlock the different levels of the hotel, and you after I get to that shitty area I hated. This is why the middle of the game is terrible. This cat comes out and steals the button I just got, and so then I gotta chase this stupid cat, and this happened again. Where I'm like, what do I do to it? Oh, I had to use the flashlight, but it didn't. I didn't know I had to use the flashlight on him because it didn't make any sense. But I guess it does because I should be using the flashlight. I'm a fucking moron. I don't know. But he steals this thing. I fight him. It's annoying. He then he this cat goes to the next floor, goes down. Then I gotta chase him to the next floor, and then he does it again into a third floor. And it's just to pad out the game, and I hate it. Oh, and then the cat five hours later does it again fucking stupid asshole cat i just can't with him i just can't with this cat <sighs> a cat in luigi's man is he like a mario it's a like ghost. part of the mario family <laughs> okay uh so anyway that's part of the dude. middle portion of the game of which i do not enjoy after that uh i forget what areas directly after the stupid asshole cat that i don't like but there's two areas or three areas that are i think are really good Towards the end, a lot of the bosses, uh, especially towards the end, are excellent. Like, the two final bosses are actually, especially the final boss, actually pretty difficult that I think I failed probably five, six times on, uh, which is weird for a Nintendo, like, Mario series game. Yeah. Very satisfying. Very cool, like, patterns to learn with the bosses. Very original and unique and, and fun. So I don't know why the middle of the game I hate. And then the beginning of the game is just really easy and kind of like, all right, I'm walking and I'm shooting light and stuff. But it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. I do think it's overrated. I hear a lot of people be like, oh, this is one of the best games on the Switch or one of the best games of last year for the Switch. I'm like, I guess so. I guess. It, it's pretty solid. Like, it's a 7-5 it's a is what I, I say. Okay. Um, I heard a lot of people really like it. I mean, I didn't hear them say, like, Game of the Year or anything it, like that or, like, I Best Game this, on Switch, but I definitely heard people if really, you, really enjoy it. If you could play it co-op, which you can, so if you want to play it co-op, I think it would be really fun. A lot of the bosses aren't necessarily designed around it, but you can do that. Um, and a couple of, like, the second-to-last boss really takes advantage of that, and that could be a lot of fun. I think the co-op would be would be super enjoyable, hypothetically, because I did not do that. <laughs> you know yeah uh so it's fun it's good enough i've been wanting to play i've never played a luigi's mansion game it's it's oh uh, that's why i wrote I, mm-hmm. I wrote this down on the notes controls the controls are terrible they make oh, no okay. sense um there's like an, a mode you need to turn on that i did but you can't invert the y-axis which affects me uh and is rude and then, so to make Gooigi, you have to click R3. Okay. And then to 
get rid of Guiji, and then it's like to switch between them is still R3. But if you want to get rid of Guiji, because sometimes you need to, because you can't move the screen because he's over there, you have to double tap R3. Why? Why not put it at the as the minus button, which you literally never use for anything unless you die or want to skip a cutscene? That's the only time <laughs> that you use the minus button. So make that the Guiji button. Yeah. There's a dedi- there's literally the D-pad is a <clears throat> there's a dedicated uh like I forget what up does, but left, right, and down just make Luigi say like Mario? Mario like that that's what it does. <laughs> that's what the button does. No, you, you got to have that button. Yeah, but there's more buttons, man. And we needed a button for <laughs> Gooigi that wasn't R3. Like, you got to have the Mario button. It's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Half the buttons do the same things as other as the other buttons. It's really weird. I don't... Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 enjoyable enough. It's a perfect Gamefly game, to be honest with you. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And you, gotta, you can blame that final boss for me not going back to Final Fantasy 7 demo cuz I was going to play it again just time got away ghosts damn ghosts damn freaking, ghostbusters freaking ghosts cool all right well that's perfect segue to get to the topic of the show Final Fantasy 7 remake demo I guess where where should we even start with this um I don't know overall impressions of the like gameplay I guess or combat system I like how you're asking stuff and I knock everything off my table, including my headphones <laughs> out of my ear. Now we, can, now we can go back on. Uh, should we start with that? <laughs> yeah. So um, my initial impressions are I love it. I like that it goes from like, you know, hack and slash to mm-hmm. you hit X and kind of freezes things up and then you can choose your skill from there. Um, I love that. I It reminds me kind of like, a little bit of like uh, Dragon Age Origins and a little bit of like I could see Kingdom that. Hearts mixed together. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, and I like that you can choose. Um, I-, I like that it doesn't auto move you if you use like if you choose like one of the um, special skills like Braver or whatever. Um, you have to choose those at the right moment or else you're just going to miss. So that's one of the things I liked. Um, well, I mean, before you go further. Based on what we had seen previously, and you know, like what it visually looks like, did you expect it to play more like an action game than it does? I guess I expected it to play a lot more like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but I like that they pulled some of that back. Okay. So, I mean, I I think that's I mean I still saw some like elements of that of Kingdom Hearts gameplay, but not as. They didn't go overboard with it. I, I I think that's one thing that they did pull back on, and I'm glad they did. I I really enjoyed the gameplay a lot. Like I'm glad I'm because I I love turn based combat, but I think I, I think that they kind of went in the right direction because they do still have like the I think they still have the 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 classic mode available, which I didn't mm-hmm. try. I just kind of went with this, and I was like, I like this enough to where I don't want to try classic mode. Like this is enough for me to where I like it. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the gameplay. I was, I was just overjoyed with like how great it felt and how cool it was. And the fact that I could pause the gameplay to like, think out my next move. Okay. I'm going to do this here and then I'm going to go to this guy. And then I got, I can like choose uh Barrett's next move. Like it was, it was cool. Like to be able to strategize that way and not have to worry about, um, either pausing or like, 
um, being intern based combat. Like I, I like the idea that they that they went with. It's pretty cool. Okay. So this is why I wanted to play it again, but I didn't. Uh, you hate it. Didn't you? I hate it. Well, I thought it was an action game. I thought it was going to be more, like you said, more like Kingdom Hearts. And mm-hmm. if you try to play it like that, it doesn't really work. And it's not a lot of fun. Uh, I, I did keep hitting X on accident sometimes because I'm just used to that. <laughs> oh, so. sure. I, um, so I, I guess one of my problems with it was I kept, it's, it's my own problem, um, is I kept trying to dodge stuff like, uh, like the boss shoots missiles at you and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. Oh, if I just keep dodging, I can dodge the missiles, but that's not really how the game is set up to function. Yeah. It's, it's not like Bayonetta or something. And that's what, like he does the scorpion tank, whatever does that lightning move, like slams down and it's an AOE around him of lightning and I kept trying to dodge, like, oh, he's going to do it. Let me dodge out of it. But you can't. You're just, you need to be away from him But when he does that. And yeah, if not, then he just gets stuck in there and you're just getting, like, yeah, you just, you bombarded just keep, by, by rockets or whatever. You just get hit by lightning or missiles or whatever the hell. Uh, so I, I, that's why I want to play it again. I want to give it another chance because I didn't hate it by any means, but I was definitely kind of confused by a lot of it like it just didn't quite add up i don't think the controls are um not confusing they're just not immediately they don't click immediately i guess is how i'll put it where you can you have the little i think what is it uh l1 you hold that down that has the the moves mapped out to the face buttons so like that's useful but then if i want to switch to to bear it and do that i'm holding this button like this trigger and then i changed to that trigger to do that and it, was like, well, it just felt so complicated for an action game when i was trying to play it like an action game and it's not really an action game um, yeah it, it's it's very it's very strange i was left pretty underwhelmed by it until i started listening to uh kind of other impressions on podcasts and stuff and the way they were talking about it made me realize i was playing it wrong and and I think that's kind of partially the game's fault, to be honest. It doesn't it really, it, it lets you fail. Like, it lets you be an idiot for the entire <laughs> tutorial, like a moron. And just, like, oh, I'm just going to attack wildly because that's what I think it's an action game. Like, okay. And then there's those enemies later that you're supposed to use the counter on, but it doesn't really tell you exactly. It's very, it's very strange. I don't. I don't. I didn't get it. I didn't immediately get it, and I think that is a failing of it. And it's a weird thing of with marketing. Like they market this game like it's Kingdom Hearts in terms of the action and all that. So I I felt very confused going into it. Like oh no, this is not that at all. And it, it yeah, pl- I, wa- I wonder because it it does feel like at first I thought it was pure action, and then yeah. they the little pop up comes up like hit X, and then you can choose the skill. And then that's when, like, honestly, like, I slowed down right away to, like, read the tutorial over and over, like, to read those screens. Because usually I skip past them like an idiot. But, like, <laughs> like I said, I was like, okay, I don't want to miss it. I want to make sure, like, I, I'm doing this the right way. And, like, I, I 
feel like I followed along because I, I at first it didn't feel right. You're right. Like it, it's definitely odd. And especially after Kingdom Hearts and just normal hack and slash games playing them and they this one just felt very different and didn't it was kind of awkward where every now and then I'd hit something and it feel like it would just be off. Yeah, it doesn't and that and that's why I, it's almost like it's emulating a turn-based turn-based a turn-based battle system. Yeah. while still letting you have a lot more control with it. Um, which is weird why you couldn't just like hold down square to attack. Maybe you could, but no, I don't think so. I wonder if, if that changes with like different, if you, if you gain different skills or something like that or different combos. Mm. Cause I mean, I felt like, um, I don't know. I, I felt really comfortable with it. After, once, once I started playing more and more of it, like as I got deeper into the actual demo, it felt really good to me. Like the game itself, like the gameplay of it felt really good to me. And I like the boss battle. I think I died right near the end. Like I almost had him down. And then I was just out of like, I think I timed one of my potions wrong and then died and then started over. And I was like, all right, this time I got it. Yeah. And by that time, like I, I had, I had it down and it felt really good to me. That boss is way too long. Uh, felt really long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a good 30% too long. Like, we could really trim that down. How many times have I got to use, was it Thunder or whatever on it? It's too many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And then I think, like, the ATB, it's not explained correctly. Because I feel like I was fighting the boss, and I was finally understanding, oh, I've been doing this wrong, but I'm not sure how to do it right because the tutorials told me that 25 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a moron. But the <laughs> ATB... Remember would be for your skills and spells and um, items and things. And it really wants you to be using that constantly. And that's something I was not doing and not thinking about because it's kind of so flashy and the ATB gauge and all that stuff is so far off to the side. It's easy to just forget about it. And yeah, it's definitely hard to keep your eye on it. Yeah. Like, Oh, I got to keep slashing. It's kind of a a strange decision decision to have, (laughs) the atb stuff and all your health and all that and then the menu for issuing commands on the total opposite side of the screen you know what i'm saying yeah like how about we combine these like that's what what kingdom hearts does yeah put as a bar on the side of the sword that you can see oh let's not let's not do that uh (laughs) but just why aren't they all like one menu on the side yeah. Of the le- like the left side or the right side, whichever side. The why are they separate menus so that now I got to be looking like left and right constantly. That's that's strange, but I mean, we haven't even mentioned the like visual fidelity of this, which is incredible and it's, yeah, it's, it's such great. a it's not one to one. I mean, I guess it's one to one, but really is it when the PS1 game looked like what it looked like? It's not one to one. It's something a lot more than that the only reason to me why most of these characters are recognizable is because of the movie advent children (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i barely like otherwise cloud doesn't look like cloud to me like when you look at the cloud from like i mean i guess they kind of look but yeah ps1 i mean when i look back at, at ps1 games they're still so ugly to me they're and ps1 games, and yeah. even even like cloud's 
like their their um character models don't look anything like what these characters look like i think they do so, in battle they look closer i mean maybe maybe a little bit closer but like to me if it wasn't for advent children i feel like most of these characters wouldn't even look alike, like look you, recognizable you'd recognize barrett i mean he's got the yeah maybe barrett on. antifa but like cloud's hair even like looks totally different and his like clothing because he, he in in final fantasy 7 he has like purple pants yeah, I, I swear he wears more purple i don't know either way yeah like the game looks incredible it does and look i incredible. love i love the way like the intro of it is like it feels like you're watching a movie yeah like the intro like how it zooms in on the guards running in and then it like zooms back out but there's like credits and it's like <laughs> It's, it's just incredible how they did that. A oh, lot man, of that was, is just the, it. the recreation of the opening movie. Yeah, it's it was really cool. Yeah. I, I loved it. I was I was I had a big dumb smile on my face the whole time I was playing it. Oh, and I love the music. Oh my god, the music's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean they definitely got me the whole time. I was like, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I definitely I'm like sitting there playing by myself like an idiot, like, just like <laughs> saying that out loud, yelling at no one. I know. Yeah, I put it to the top of my GameFly queue. That's what I did. I'm gonna play it again and and hopefully realize the errors of my ways. That's why I don't want to be too harsh on it because I think I'm just dumb. I mean, now I mean I kind of want to go back and play Classic, but like, yeah, I, I really did enjoy what what I played of it, and I think to me, like, I once I got used to the the combat system, like it, it worked for me. I, I think I really liked it. And um, it kind of, like, made me want to go back and play, like, Dragon Age Inquisition. Just because I kind of miss that. I miss that type of combat system where you kind of, like, can pause the gameplay and kind of mm-hmm. choose your next move and then, like, go. Because that's, like, how Dragon Age Origins was. Yeah. Well, so. I was hoping... Uh, someone mentioned this, I think. It was on some podcast where they want the... Um, what's the name of that system from Final Fantasy Twelve? whatever but you can just tell your people to do stuff and it had all these qualifiers like hey if you're above 50 percent hp do this if you're if you're this do that and so you could set them up with ai oh yeah i remember that yeah yeah, the gambit system that sounds right maybe Uh, yeah that sounds that sounds like the gambit system so you could tell barrett hey attack airborne enemies first and then I'll take the, you know what I mean? Like you could just set yeah. the AI up for him. That would be awesome. But it doesn't seem like that's, that's in there, which is kind of a, a disappointment, but cause it seemed like I'm going to have to babysit a lot of these people as they don't know what they're doing. They're not that helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I always hated about like kingdom hearts. Like that's why I don't give Donald any potions. Cause he just uses them all. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and that's what you could do with the Gambit system, man. Use yeah. a potion. If, Don't if use it this. unless you're 50%. Or Not just like that, that yeah. you're, like, heart's content, Donald. Be wasting my potions, you idiot. Stupid duck. Exactly. <laughs> duck. Yeah. But, yeah, I got, um, speaking of Dragon Age Inquisition, I bought, so they had this really good sale on PSN. For it's like a Bioware double pack, and it had Andromeda and Inquisition for like eleven ninety nine. So, that's a really good deal. That's a really good deal. So I bought it because Dragon Age Inquisition is like I don't remember it very well. 
And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it because Andromeda is also a game I just never finished. And and I'm, I don't think I'm going to play them anytime soon because of the upcoming like release schedule yeah. that's coming. But I figured that's a deal I cannot because I looked up how much it would be for like just a pre-owned copy of Inquisition and it's like 10 bucks at games at GameStop. And I was like, dude, this is almost 10 bucks for both of these games. <laughs> and so and in the middle of doing that, I went into into my closet where I know I have a stack of like strategy guides and I'm like, shit, I don't remember if it's if I have the one for Inquisition or for part 2. And I look up there and there it is, my strategy guide for part for Inquisition just laying in there. So I still have it from way back then. And I have all like the extra DLC from when I bought Inquisition way back in the day. Oh. So that automatically started downloading. So there you go. So now I'm ready for when that happens. I'm um, ready for 2014's biggest game. Yep. You know, you know how we do it. Oh boy. That game's so but, old. I saw a preview of it at E3. That's how old it's. Damn. I haven't been to E3 in like six years. Pre coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. PC cool well let's uh let's keep going man we we got a couple more things to talk about um yes but you know with with exciting uh games coming out uh we got to see the release date reveal of an upcoming game and a new story trailer for ghosts of tsushima uh ben did you get a good look at this trailer i I did it was very funny we uh, did our show last week kind of talking about how silent playstation's been yeah and then we got just a big old pile of playstation this week they got a little loud this week a little loud um a little loud they yelled a little bit mm-hmm, like hey i'm over here which yeah. is strange for a ghost <laughs> you should expect a ghost to be a little quieter kind of spooky but not loud yeah it's almost like they knocked something down and then like went away <laughs> Sushima. Uh, i like this this was a great trailer um i'm still a little I don't know. It, it's kind of like, what is the game? You know what I mean? What is the moment-to-moment gameplay? But at the same time, I'm sure we'll hear some preview, and that's all I'll need to know. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sold on this. I love games set in Japan. That is why I love Sekiro and, and Neo so much. It's just the setting. Yeah. And it looks damn incredible. Just visually way too good for what what should be possible yeah i'm i'm really excited um i love sucker punch i mean i love all the infamous games um yeah, i'm excited for this yeah <laughs> um i'm happy that it will be a little less like Sekiro and neo and it'll be a little more up my alley <laughs> i'm hoping it's more stealthy um um yeah yeah and uh june 26th which is perfect because it's after all the other shit <laughs> that's right. coming out that's a good um, time it's a good time it's after e3 um hypothetically if if e3 even happens but um it's it's good it's it'll carry us through august right into uh september it's an interesting um it's an interesting date june 26th where it's like three days under a month after last of us part two i i would traditionally assume that you would space these out more right um that just seems to be like the prevailing wisdom. But I think they're kind of at a rock in a hard place or something like that. The correct version of that sentence. 
where they can't delay that game too much further than that without getting into PS5's away. Um, yeah, I, they they have to get they have to get yeah, these because you can't out. you can't have like a PS5 reveal event in June and then release that game in July. You know what I mean? Like you have to get this all out of the way. And then we can start really diving into PS5. And we're running out of time, really. Um, And we're running out of events because they're just not having them anymore (laughs) to have these things. It's true. Yeah, they they have nowhere else to show them. They don't (laughs) want to go to any shows. They keep pulling out of other shows. Like, get it out. (laughs) Yeah. To me, because this date is awfully close, obviously, to the new systems. And Last of Us, I... I mean, that's 100%. I'm playing that day one. Like, there's there's nothing. I already took time off from work. Nice. Um, to, like, the day after it comes out, though, unfortunately. Um, but this game, I feel like I can wait, and I feel like it's getting, like, I know it's just a month, but one month closer to PS5, I, I kind of would want to wait. I know it's going to run better. It might not even look better, but I know it's going to run better, at least load faster on the ps5 i i don't know i i I don't know tempted to wait cool all right well i'm not waiting i'm not waiting (laughs) (laughs) i'm impatient as hell (laughs) i just i just haven't seen anything um like i need to play that game and i as you know i'm not a fan of sucker punch I don't mm-hmm. think I liked anything they've done. Um, not that I've hated everything they've done, but yeah. it's not like Insomniac where I was like, oh man, this was a great game. Like, that was fine. That's not yeah. really. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. All right, all right. Get that tea out of my tea. face, Joel. Gosh. Just drink the damn tea. I want the tea. All right. Well, another cool announcement for PlayStation. Well, I guess not PlayStation themselves, but um, part of the PlayStation family. Um, the writer and producer of the HBO series Chernobyl is um, apparently writing and producing, along with Neil Druckmann, an HBO series based on The Last of Us, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I'm excited about it or like I I'm kind of excited about it. Because Chernobyl was really good, but like the minute I heard that Joel and Ellie might be in it, I was kind of like not excited about it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, would you want it to be the Last of Us game as a show or a complete like, reimagining? So at first, I did not hear anything about Joel and Ellie being in it, but then I heard something about keeping Ellie gay in the in the show and i was like oh wait ellie's gonna be in it like i don't want these characters in that in this show like i want them to stay in the game only because that's where i want to experience their story i don't want to experience their story in this show because i already have an idea of these characters and who they are and like who they're portrayed by and everything like that like like i already have them there i don't want them recreated in a show because i i don't like that hmm like I would love to see a side story as a show. That'd be cool in a in that universe. I don't I don't really want to see that in in I don't want to see those characters now taken from that game where we see them already kind of lifelike in a way put on put on a TV screen. 
So that part kind of like made me a little, little less like excited, a little more like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, that's tough because without the main characters, you're making all new ones. And who's to say we even like that? It, it's more of a risk. I I don't know. I'm kind of fine with the idea of them just doing the game as a show. And maybe that takes it a little bit different, but it's ultimately the same story. I'm, I am kind of fine with that. I, I, I don't think they would because we don't, generally don't see TV shows that have basically two characters for six episodes you know what i mean like no show is just uh what's his like i can't i'm trying to think of walking dead characters and i just cannot remember anyone's name uh doesn't matter person one and person two norman reedus and the one and rick uh them two there's not six episodes which just them two walking around so what is this show because that is what the game is and it's them talking. It's not just like them killing stuff. But what is the show? You don't make a show with two characters. You have it's generally an ensemble cast, so you would have what Tess was it? And there's a bunch like the Fireflies in general. There's a bunch of other people you can bring in. But what is what is that? How is and that's exciting though? I, I think it's I think more properties should be free to to kind of do whatever and and take risks with what they've created we kind of get into that idea uh, this happens a lot with superheroes where like oh batman wouldn't do that well superman wouldn't do that well like not every batman why does every batman have to be the same why you know what i mean at a certain point just kind of take some of those ideas and create your own thing within that it doesn't have to follow all the exact rules so if this show happens and Joel dies in the middle, that's an exciting difference for storytelling that makes it the same as the game up to a point and then it diverges into, into something else. I, I think that's like, give us what we know, but twist it just enough. I, th- I think that's all they need to, to really do. But maybe who knows what they're even doing and if this will even happen. Like the Uncharted movie, which is which, apparently filming with no director. That movie soon. is gonna not be good. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> that's just. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I have faith that this will be at least decent because, I mean, it's got HBO behind it. It's got mm-hmm. the writer and producer of Chernobyl, which was really good. Um, Neil Druckmann behind it as well, so maybe it's got some hope in it. I don't know what's going on with Uncharted though. I mean, that's just been a shit show from the beginning, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll keep an open mind. So we'll see. It could be good. There's a lot of great moments. I'm very excited to replay that game in Me too, a couple man. months. To me get too. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. I might need to start sooner considering how long it takes me to get through games, but. Oh my God. Well, but you got yeah. like three months. Exactly. I don't know. If that's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Loser. Ouch. Just gonna Ouch. Cool. All right. Well Was there anything else? I I've been I was trying to think. I couldn't think of anything big. 
any other big news but that's pretty much it like it felt like a lot of news came out of nowhere but it's really just like those those True. few things this week that really kind of hit big um I, I know there was this news thing going around from apparently Kotaku that it was uh, someone from Kotaku had played the Final Fantasy VII demo and it was too difficult or something. There was a lot of like hub hubbubaloo about that hubba-ba-loo. on the internet. Hubbubaloo. I heard hubba-ba-ba. about that. I didn't look at it. But um, I'm like, so I was like super tempted to get the Warlords of New York expansion for the Division Two, but it's like. $30, which I'm like, no, because I'm getting Animal Crossing. That's like the next big thing That's I'm getting. more important so. than Warlords. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely way more important. Hell, yeah. Division 2 is more of what I already know, where I've never played Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is a get-in-debt simulator, and I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to play, to play <laughs> adulthood, I guess. To play adulthood. <laughs> That's what we're all doing. Yeah. <laughs> play more of that. Can't wait for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can't. I can't really think of anything else. I, I um, think most of the news was just the coronavirus continues to do what it does. Continues to do that. Uh, E3 is still apparently going on. They're continuing to assess the situation. Oh, that's right. That was the other thing that happened. Was the I am eight bit. Isn't, oh yeah, I am Ape is no longer, I guess what, producing the show? Yeah, producing the show in some capacity. They were taking a larger, um, I guess hold of the show, and I it's not looking good for E three really. Between the coronavirus and everyone leaving, including people who run portions of it, it's, something's really crazy. Uh, going on over there yeah it's exciting i think though. um i mean i think if nintendo drops out of e3 i think that's it don't you think at that point the entirety of the big three would be out yeah i think they kind of like doing it i feel like nintendo has not necessarily one e3 for the last couple of years but it has had such a strong showing starting with that breath of the wild one or that was the only game they had there. Um, yeah. Starting there, they've kind of done a great job of having a great press conference, or I guess Nintendo Direct, and then having several solid titles every year to, to show off and get people excited about. And this is this is a big year. I mean, last year we already had the uh, Wii U port of the Mario, uh, new Super Mario one on the Wii U for the Switch. And I think Yoshi was just about to come out this time last year. And this year we haven't really gotten much. That Pokemon game came out though last week. Oh, the uh, Rescue Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon, yeah. Mystery Rescue Simulator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But besides that, what else has come out for the Switch? We had um, Tokyo Massage. Massage? Mirage. (laughs) I'll, I'll take that Tokyo Massage, though. Let's, let's make that a game. Yikes. Uh, I need a massage in Tokyo. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. Maybe not a good time yeah. to travel right now, but... No, you don't want to do that. I need my Tokyo Massage. Sharp <laughs> FE. <laughs> that came out. I, there's not, not a lot going on, so it's a, 
it's a weird time with Sony not saying much and having two games coming out, Nintendo not saying anything. Microsoft really, af- they're talking to getting the coronavirus, man. Yeah, it's not good. We got Ori yeah. next week. I hope you're, I hope you're ready. I'm excited. It's, it's a, uh, it's already downloaded on uh, my PC. So as soon yeah. as it comes out, That's what I'm doing tomorrow is downloading it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Be good. You gonna beat Ooh, it in a week so it. we can do the episode all about it? Oof. I mean, I'll <laughs> Oof. try, man. Oof. I'll try to. I'll try to beat it. We'll all see. Right. See how that goes. Yeah, it might be too long. I'll definitely play it. Definitely gonna play it. All I'm right. excited for it. Good. I'm excited. It'll uh, it'll be a nice way to kind of take my mind off Animal Crossing not being out and Half Life yeah. Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we did we did get an hour closer. Well, I did with uh, the time change. So that's true. You didn't. Huh. It's unfortunate for you. <laughs> Is it though? I I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben, I think that's gonna do it for us, man. All right. All right. Um. Happy birthday to my mom. Oh, happy birthday. Um, Lakers won. Lakers beat the Clippers tonight. Fucking no one cares. Of course they, of course they care. They also beat the, the Bucks on Friday, clinching their first playoff berth since 2013. Go Lakers. Lakers? They haven't the been Lakers. there since 2013? It's been, a, it's been a rough seven years for us Lakers fans. Really? Wow. They were in there for like time. every year. Oh, I know. They oh. were in there for a while. It's been a rough time. I know, but, too, because uh, when I was at E3, they were always in the playoffs, and it would fuck up L.A. Sorry. You better be yeah, sorry. it was Yeah, uh, it was Clippers versus Lakers today. Man, what a game. Wow. That was fun. A lot of baskets. Anyways. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of baskets, <laughs> lot of baskets. Being, being made. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exciting Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh well, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of our week by listening to the show. Yeah. You can always catch it on uh, Tuesday nights, Wednesday mornings on Apple, Google, Play, Spotify, Stitcher, thegamefanatics.com. Head on over there. Check out all the cool content we have. Um, head over to youtube.com. Check out all of our videos. Um, and, of course, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends, your families. The mailman, mm. the milkman, mm. the milk mommy, the everybody, oh. everybody. Share with everybody. Share okay. with that person who's sitting across the table from you. You'd say, you sir, right there. I don't know you, but you listen to this podcast mm. right now. Uh, no, maybe with all these viruses, you should not talk to this stranger. Yeah, you sir, over there. Don't touch me. Go wash your hands and your face, but you listen to this podcast. <laughs> you wash your hands and then come back here. I got something to show you. Yeah, but don't okay. touch me. But don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Bye. Good good day.